Hey, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. We are obsessed, and we were actually, have to be honest, we were a little bit happy that the weather was, you know, kennel up, tuckle up weather because we were reading the most amazing book, As Long As We Both Shall Live. Joanne Cheney is joining us. And Joanne, oh, my gosh, what a page turner. Thank you so much, and thank you for having me on. Yes, you're so welcome. Give people the setup of As Long As We Both Shall Live. Um, it's about a, it's, it's set in, uh, the Rocky Mountain National Forest in Colorado, a husband and a wife are hiking and the husband comes rushing down the mountainside to tell people my wife has fallen off this cliff. Um, and I think she's dead. Uh, but it turns out that his first wife, uh, was also killed under mysterious circumstances. Mm -hmm. And so the question is, is. What happened? Is he a killer? Is he a victim? You know, what's going on? It's, it's very Hitchcockian with the twists and turns. I, I, I mean, wouldn't you agree? Yeah, oh, totally. And Joanne, do you agree with that? That it has a Hitchcockian? Oh, I do, yeah. Okay. So this is I, your second Yeah, novel. and I really like that. Yeah. It's yes. your, and it felt to us, um, and I don't mean to be sexist, but it didn't feel like it was written from a woman. I, I mean, I that sounds really sexist. Yeah. But have you heard that before? I mean... Some of your descriptions and stuff were so rotty and manly and unfeeling and unsensitive and un... I mean, really... Well, she's writing from a man's perspective. I know, but oh my gosh. Just yeah, nasty me. For my first book, too. Yeah, that I... It's a very... It's, you know, in some books you read, and I, I know exactly what you're talking about, and it does sound kind of offensive when you're like, oh, a woman obviously wrote this or a man obviously wrote this. So I... I take it as a compliment. Yeah. Though. It's supposed to be rough and it, dirty it, and it in just, your face. It makes you feel, all right, because there's so many twists. I couldn't figure it out. I'm, you know, we just finished it. Laura, you finished it the other but, day. Yeah, I finished it this weekend, but I was, I was really happy that it was like cold and snowy out and that I was like, okay, I'm just going <laughs> to curl up with this book for like two solid hours and not stop reading. It was wonderful. And you, Joanne, if you're just joining us, the book is As Long As We Both Shall Live, a novel by Joanne Cheney. And Joanne, you started out, if you try to kill your wife without a plan, you will fail. <laughs> I mean, if that yeah. doesn't bring the reader in, I'm not quite sure what does. Yeah. And the theme in this book is being, you know, in a relationship with someone you absolutely can't stand, but you don't want to get away from. Right. Very toxic. Yeah. Oh my word. Tell us about how you um you know you have the you have song lyrics at the beginning of all the chapters or, or like sections you can't always get what you want is your first one. Um I didn't pick up on that until like halfway through the book but I I did like that. Yeah, um I actually it doesn't I, I listen to music when I write. I think a lot of writers do. Okay. Um, I'd actually put together a playlist for my father of some of the songs that are included in those mm -hmm. titles, in the section titles. Okay. Um, so it's what I'd been listening to. And as I was writing it, I thought, you know, some of these lyrics are perfect for the titles yeah. of these, you know, sections. So <laughs> that's kind of how it just worked out perfectly i think no um joanne when you because like joe said your first book is what you don't know this one is as long yeah. as we both shall live do, do you because you're writing you know really a, a twisty psychological thriller i mean do you know how it's going to end or do you find out as you're writing the characters i find i find out as i'm writing okay. so sometimes it's as big of a surprise for me All and right. then i have to go back and fill in blanks when i kind of come across this 
big, you know, I'm blown away. Like, oh, that's what happens. Then yeah. I have to go back and rewrite. Yeah, it's it really is just so deliciously good. So here's a question: How do you even come up with such a twisted, horrible idea? <laughs> oh, <You know? laughs> I mean, because well, really, are you in a, uh, were you in a bad marriage once, or is there anything that reflects you in this book besides living in Colorado? Um, uh, well, there, um, yes, uh, there actually was, um, a case here in Colorado of a gentleman who pushed his wife off of a cliff. And then it turned out that he'd also murdered his first wife that oh. happened several years ago. Uh-huh. Um, but I took that and, and kind of ran with it, but I also went through a pretty bad marriage myself. So I'm going to say when, you know, I hear the comments that this, you write about a long-term marriage gone bad so well, well. I mean, yes, I am. I was a part of of one, not a terrible one, but right. yes, some of that is my own life. Yeah, so, yeah. not that I've murdered anyone. You know, <laughs> this is good like to know because so. yeah. we didn't want you yeah. to confess that on the airwaves here today. <laughs> right. You know, you know, in your book, there's. Um, I was just reading some of the comments on like Goodreads or something, and um, I hated the movie The War of the Roses so much with Danny DeVito and Kathleen Turner. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And someone yeah. is saying, you know, there are two dilemmas that rattle the human soul. How do you hold on to someone that won't stay? And how do you get rid, rid of someone that won't go? Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like that's being dealt with here in your book. But I hated that movie so much. I love this book so much because I don't know why I empathized. I mean, the police characters in here, you, yes. you could build. I mean, I like how you weaved their s- stories into it. And yes. It just it it just felt like you always wanted to turn the page. Yeah. Well, good. Yeah, I yeah. Agree. I'm glad now, to hear that. Um, we were just reading. <laughs> we we did some googling about you, and we saw that uh, Bruno Papandrea's made up stories has acquired the film rights to um, as long as we both shall live, and they also optioned. Um, Lianne Moriarty's Nine Perfect Strangers. I mean, they kind of are really getting a lot of women-centric storylines. Are you excited about that, or will you be involved? Um, I will be involved to a degree. I am super excited to see it. I'm very interested to see, you know, what they do to bring it to the screen. And, you know, no spoiler alerts, but there are twists that I have discussed with them that, you know, like, how would we do this for right. the screen and how, how would we make that work without giving anything away? Um, but I'm thrilled because they have done such awesome things with, I mean, they were, they produced Gone Girl. They did mm-hmm. Big Little Lies on right. HBO. Right. I mean, they've done amazing things. I mean, so this is I am excited. S- this is your second book. That is so awesome. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, good for really. you. Yeah. Right. And, you know, really, you. I was convinced that Matt, the husband, I mean, I was convinced of all these things, both about Matt and Marie. And every time I thought I had something figured out, you would totally take the story in another direction. And I'm like, okay, now what is going to happen? <laughs> <laughs> That's so good to hear because I think as a writer, I'm so close to the story that sometimes I don't know whether a twist is working or not, even when I reread it myself and I think, oh, I don't, I don't know if that's a surprise. So it's so good to hear. Oh, it's so true. Have you done your book tour for this book? As long as we both shall live. Have you been out on the road? Um, I have not. I, I mean, I've been around to some bookstores in Colorado. I had a book release party. I went to Florida two weekends ago and and did a festival down there, but I don't have anything really planned out and about. Yeah. Well, people are going to eat this book up. I mean, and obviously I hope so. Oh, it's so (laughs) delicious. And you know, when you're writing this, Joanne, who did you grow up just loving reading as a child? 
Um, well, as a kid, I read a lot of Stephen King. I mm-hmm. think I, I read a lot of horror. Yeah. Um, I read a lot of old classics, a lot of Dickens, Little Women. I mean, and as I got older, um, and you know, got married, had kids. I would stick to like the, the new releases, the popular stuff that I could grab off the shelf really quickly, um, and read. So, and I read widely. So I wouldn't say that I I can't think of anyone that's a major influence in my life. I think, you know, I read widely and I think that that's good for any, any writer or reader to read widely because there's so much out there that's so good. Yeah. What's the last great book you've read? Um, I actually just reread most recently um, Mildred Pierce by James Cain. Yes. Did that um, hold up for you? Did you like it? Oh, I loved you it. Did. It's a okay. beautiful book. And I actually wish I could write like that. It's it's a very quiet sort of novel about, like, not very much happens, mm-hmm. um, but it's so spellbinding. You just, I, I couldn't stop turning the pages. Amazing. All right, that's oh, good. That's true. I've never read Mildred. No, Bruce. I just I. saw the adaptation with Kate Winslet on like HBO or Showtime, which was not very good for that no, story. No, we couldn't stand it. Yeah. actually, quite you just frankly, go watch oh. the Joan <laughs> yeah. Crawford mo- movie version. I think. Yeah. Well, we. Yeah. No, yeah. Do that. I hope they can film as long as we both shall live in Colorado, right in Estes Park, because that is so beautiful there. It is, and I think it would really lend, I mean, I think the park and the scenery and the landscape and everything would lend itself really well to the movie. If you could just fantasy cast someone for Matt and Marie, your two main characters, who would you just uh, press the, you know, wave your magic wand? You know, it's it's interesting because I've had this I've had the question from the production company and from people from readers, and I'm having I've had some trouble. I've thought, you know, maybe Matt. Matthew McConaughey, um, because you need someone who is very, who is is kind of trustworthy, but can kind of be a slime ball. Yes. Yeah, problems in my head, kind of yes. coming up with that. Um, for Marie, perhaps a dark-haired Charlie's Theron. Oh, um, yeah, I like that. But I mean, I'm up for whoever. I, I just don't know. I can't really pin it. When I write, I don't. I don't. Yeah, think of course about not. Of course not. Yeah. yeah, but so. I, I could. I could just see that yeah. once I saw that. The, I'm like, oh, I'm so glad this has been an option because I do think it'll be really a great whether it's a series or whatever. Because you if it's go a back and forth part. between present time, past time, and, yeah. and and all the it. It's got really great characters. It is so delightful to meet you. Joanne. So nice to meet you guys. And Cheney, the book you. is as long as we both shall live. Are you working on your third novel as we speak? I am. I actually am kind of switching back and forth between books three and four simultaneously. So you new things girl. will be out soon, hopefully. Yeah. Listen, congratulations <laughs> you. to you. And we will look forward to seeing this on the screen. Is it going to be the big screen or a miniseries or... I believe it's going to be the big screen. It'll be a feature film. Okay. Wow. Good exciting. Lord. All right. So fun. And we um, we want to go back and read your first book now, but uh, you are a wonderful writer. It was really nice meeting you. Nice to meet you too. Thank you so much for having me on again. Yeah. Absolutely. Thanks, Joanne. Okay. 651-641-1071. We've got a couple copies of the book to give away. So good. It is so good. And when we come back, um, well, we just have to discuss one more thing as it relates to... Uh, you know, the college admissions bribery scandal, which is gossip giving us life because it doesn't involve hurting any actual people or children.